Welcome to Raiders on the Record, the podcast featuring Hastings High School Athletics. I'm Athletic Director Trent Hansen. My colleague Tim Hanneberg and I work together to bring you the stories of Raiders sports. We are thrilled to share conversations with the athletes, coaches, and alumni that represent Raider Nation. Check back weekly and be sure to share this podcast with your friends in the Raiders Network. Today we bring you Linnea Urban. Linnea Urban is a current Raider in her senior year of high school and will be a 2021 graduate of Hastings High School. She's a three-sport athlete competing in cross-country, Nordic skiing, and track. Throughout her high school career, she has won multiple all-conference awards and was all-state in Nordic skiing during her sophomore and junior years. She plans to attend St. Scholastica, where she will run cross-country and Nordic skiing. So Linnea, give a little bit about you, a little bit background information about you. Maybe talk about your favorite movies, authors, seasons of the year, things like that. Yeah. So my favorite movies, I can't really pick one. There's so many that are super good, but anything Marvel, I love anything in that sort of genre. I really like the C.S. Lewis books and Tolkien. So like Lord of the Rings and Narnia. I grew up reading them and they've always been kind of my favorites. I I think this might be a little bit obvious, but my favorite season is definitely winter. I love snow. I love skiing. And there's just so many things you can do outside that people don't really think about you can do in the winter. And so it's just definitely my favorite time of year. Awesome. Did you have uh, one of the favorite or like a, one of the Narnia books that is your favorite or no? Or do you just kind of like them um, all? I, lo- I like them all, but I think The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is probably my favorite. I think it's actually the second one to be honest in the series but yeah it's I think my grandma read that to me like over and over again as a kid so yeah uh, we do that on car trips and whatnot but that's definitely my favorite one awesome what about like if you had to choose three of your favorite things in the entire world what what three things would you pick like the yeah. I mean, like if you had to choose three things like uh, that you could be around or maybe three hobbies or three people in your life, yeah, three things like um, that, that really describe who you are. I definitely love my family and friends. I love spending time with them. I love being outside. As I said before, going like boating out on our boat on the river, just spending time with our dogs. We have two dogs, Lucy and Lily, and they're super rambunctious and we just have a lot of fun with them. And then doing sports is obviously just something I really enjoy doing. So yeah, those would probably be my three favorite things that I spend time doing. (laughs) So last, last question about your background here, three words that would describe you. I would say that I am a pretty caring person. I care a lot about people and animals for that matter, just about the world and whatnot is really important to me. I'm also pretty strong, both mentally and physically, I think. Athletics takes that. And then I'm really motivated to do well in both school and just in life in general. So I would say caring, strong, and motivated are my three words. Awesome. So now that we know a little bit uh, more about you, talk about your family, mom, dad, brothers or sisters. Talk about maybe where you were born, if you've lived in Hastings your whole life, things of that Mm -hmm. nature. Yeah, so my parents are Scott and Julie Urban. I have one younger brother, Caleb, who's a freshman this year. And then I have tons of cousins and 
we spend a lot of time with my mom's parents. They live up in northern Minnesota, and we have a lot of time from there. I was actually born in St. Joseph, Michigan. We moved to Hastings when I was about two. Yeah, my mom actually walked to the hospital because it was that close, and I spent a lot of time on the beach growing up. And I went to elementary school at McAuliffe, right in Hastings. And then in middle school, my dad got a job at a small Christian school, Pine Harbor Christian Academy. So that's where I went from fourth grade to eighth grade and then got to the high school and that's where I've been ever since. Yeah, that's pretty much my origins. Awesome. Um, Yeah. So since this is mainly kind of about sports too, so walk us through maybe your early sports journey, maybe kindergarten if you played sports way back then but maybe mainly kind of like for you probably with your sports you started probably on the varsity seventh and eighth grade so let's go through maybe first to to about sixth grade okay yeah so I was a soccer player started at HFC at pretty young age yeah I I did soccer for a super long time right up until freshman year I also did track as a middle schooler and actually absolutely hated it I don't know why. I think it was just hot and I was a small person and I just did not like it at all. But yeah, mostly soccer for quite a few years leading up into a varsity team. But yeah. And then I guess, I don't know, some people consider this a sport, but I would, I was a horseback rider for a while. I work in a barn still, so that's was also part of my life, but not super, not super big right now. Cause it gets, life just gets busy. So yeah, that's definitely something I grew up with. Awesome. So let's start up then maybe in about seventh grade, kind of what sports you were doing then maybe kind of later mm-hmm. on in middle school. And then we could kind of slowly transition then to high school and your high school career as well. So maybe go through sports you started with in seventh and eighth grade into high school and then accomplishments that go along with that as well. Yeah, for sure. I, the first varsity sport I did was in seventh grade when I joined the ski team. I had grown up skiing around my grandparents' uh, little prairie and I liked it. And I just was like, okay, something to try, I guess. So went out for the team. I had a pretty decent year, I would say for first year skier. The section meet I made as a seventh grader, which is really cool. And we got a ton of snow that day for the race and it was absolutely miserable. And I didn't really know if I wanted to come back and do it again, but I did. And I've really enjoyed it. That was my first varsity sport experience. And then I was convinced to try track again in eighth grade. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I won the mile title that eighth grade year, which was really cool. I did not expect it at all. I ran the mile once at like one of the early meets and I was like, I don't really want to do that again. And Duo was like, mm, well, you're this, doing it again. And, and this like, was varsity, right? You're saying? Okay. Yes. Yep. Varsity, varsity track, which was actually kind of crazy because I didn't expect it at all. But yeah, so I ran the mile and yeah, it's just been up and up from there. So what else happened? Well, so this was kind of interesting because in eighth grade, I really decided, like, I really like skiing. Like, this is something I might want to do. I mean, throughout high school, then maybe even in college. So I was like, well, what can I do to be the best I can in Nordic? So I quit soccer in ninth grade after trying to run track and do soccer at the same time. It was just too much. So I ran cross country for 
the first year in ninth grade, which was a big change because I had never, I had no experience with cross country running at all, but it was a lot like skiing in most sense. But yeah, it was kind of that. So I was doing <laughs> all three sports with D-Wall, my coach, who's awesome. We'll probably talk about him a bit later, but I won my first conference title in Nordic in ninth grade, which was, I mean, to go, Nordic is a really hard sport to learn in two years. They say it takes 10 years to be a really good skier. So just kind of starting off and then getting some early success was um, a big confidence boost, I would say. So to date, I have three Nordic titles. I have two cross-country running titles and then also three mile track titles. So that was really, it's, it's been a long journey, I would say, not without any hiccups, but I mean, Nordic has been my favorite sport. It's something I really, really enjoy doing. I made it to state as a sophomore and then junior year. I was both sophomore and junior year. I was all state. So that was really cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed being in all my sports and all of the experiences I've had. I'm very thankful for my parents and my brothers and my brother and my family members taking me all of these races and supporting me. It's been really awesome. And I love my teammates. They're all super great. And yeah, I couldn't do it without any of them. So, yeah. That's awesome. Anything on the national level with Nordic or across yes. country? Yes. So what year was that? I've been to junior nationals twice the year hmm, that would have been 2019. I think 2019 was the first year I went to junior nationals. That was in Alaska, which is a super cool experience to basically learn how to travel as a skier. Cause I mean, people travel all over the world for skiing. And so I hadn't flown on an airplane since I was two years old. So that was kind of that was actually really cool and flown for a very long time so that was a cool highlight of that trip but then last year I went junior nationals was in California I also qualified for that that was the last thing I did before corona actually we got the last two races were canceled and we went home early because everything was starting to shut down and everyone was kind of in the freak out mode so yeah that was that was kind of disappointing, but you know, we made the most of it and trips like that are just super cool life experiences. I mean, traveling places is always great. So yeah. That's awesome. So you just got done with your, or you kind of almost done kind of right in the middle of your senior year right now, walk us through yes. your college plans where you planning on going next mm -hmm. year and then walk us through maybe to uh, the recruiting process. And if you are planning any sports in college and why you decided yeah. to do that as well. Yeah. So after college, I am, I actually decided that I'm going to go to St. Scholastica up here in Duluth. So I had toured there as a junior and I didn't like, I don't know, I wasn't really thinking seriously about it because I was a junior and I didn't think it really applied to me to be quite honest. And then this summer we toured a couple other ski schools and I mean, there's just not that many ski schools. So it's honestly quite helpful because if you know you want to ski and you know you're going to get a good education, because that's what school is for, that kind of helps like narrow down your list, which is kind of nice. Because I know there's a ton of kids that are like, oh my gosh, there's so many schools. Where do I want to go? Like, how far do I want to be from home? Like, 
crazy things like that. So yeah, I toured some other schools and then I think a couple months ago, I toured one more time at Scholastica just to see the more academic side of it, just to be sure like this is somewhere like I am seriously thinking of going. And yeah, it, it just kind of felt like home when I was there touring and I was, that was somewhere I could see myself going. So I did decide that I'm going to be on the running and cross country running and skiing team, which I'm super excited about. The coaches were really awesome. It, it's hard for a D3 school to say they're actually recruiting, but yeah, they had, they had kept in touch. My coach's son goes there and I've just heard really great things about the coaches. I've met them a couple of times. They've been at a bunch of these junior national races. And I just think that that was definitely the right place for me to be. That's, so. that's awesome. Super cool. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about a little bit about you then. You know, you've been involved in sports for a long time now. And why, why do you think you chose to do sports in the first place? And maybe some of the stuff that, what, what has sports helped you with? Yeah. So I think I, I chose to do sports because my family's like super outdoorsy. Like my grandparents live on 40 acres of land and they just, we've spent most of my time outside like we didn't watch TV as kids. We we went outside and played in the mud. We got dirty and played in the garden and whatnot. So I think I I just love being outside. And definitely I think for myself and people would say this about me that I have really strong work ethic and I like working hard. I don't if I didn't do some sort of sport, I would go insane. I think that <laughs> my friends would probably like I've just done spontaneous ab workouts in someone's basement because I didn't do one that day or something like I, I just like moving and doing things. I think that I've made decisions on the sports I play because I love Nordic so much. I've always said I like running, but I really love skiing and running and skiing just go hand in hand. So that's why I made the decision to stop playing soccer. Cause I really, I really like soccer. I think I would have had fun playing it throughout of high school, but when you have goals to compete at the college level in skiing, whether that's D1 or D3, you just have to make decisions. And sometimes they're not the easiest, but if you want to reach your goals, sometimes things have to give. So I think at Scholastica, where I get to do both running and skiing is the best of both worlds. And so I'm really excited about that. Awesome. What has been the most rewarding thing with playing sports for you? Definitely the feeling, this is going to sound weird, but after races, when you're done and it's, I don't know, I would describe it as a mixture of like relief, like, oh my goodness, it's over. But also like the, like the team aspect of everyone's like finishing a race, whether it's running or skiing, like you all did this together you hurt together because running and skiing you just build up so much lactic acid that it just hurts all the time and like I mean (laughs) I don't want to take a shot at other sports at all when I say this but there's no subs or breaks during running races like you're going and you just have to keep going and it's a very hard couple sports to be in but I think it's worth it because I get to push the limits of what my lungs and my body can do, which I feel is really fulfilling. And 
now. We might not be as strong as your average football player or wrestler, but I think we, we skiers and runners know how to hurt and we can do so for a really long time. And I think it's just great that athletics lets you push your body to the limits. And I think that's super cool. So, yeah. Awesome. So I know you can't really, you said you can't really pin down one of your favorite moments of your athletic career, but maybe just try to think about some of the things that have been your favorite playing three different sports in high school and in a long-term or a long run with starting on varsity, even at a young age. So what, what do you think mm-hmm. has been your favorite moment um, playing sports at Hastings high school? I think it's gotta be the, the easy days, the long, like distance runs or distance skis that you just get to talk with people. Cause I mean, when you're, when you're racing, you're obviously not talking to people. And if you have a hard practice or an interval set, you're not talking to anyone, but you just really get to know your teammates. And uh, yeah, it's, I run with the guys on our cross country team during the fall and the, the banter is just hilarious. And we have so much fun do all in this crazy stories and you know, you just get to be kids for a little bit because I know we're all stressed with school and for like a couple hours in your day, you just get to work out with other people and just talk about life and not have to worry about what's going on in the world around you, which is really nice. And I think that's what I'm going to miss the most about high school sports. I mean, I'm sure there'll be similar experiences in uh, college, but definitely the teammate aspect is are all of my favorite moments i would say so awesome yeah so if you had to uh define success what would uh success mean to you i think it's more than just winning because i found that you just won't always win there everyone has bad days and i've had my fair share of them and i think all athletes if they base success on solely on winning like you'll just be disappointed. And I think in the beginning of my athletic career, I think that was my focus. I was like, I wanna like win this. Like, why, why wouldn't I? This is, this is what I wanna do. But I think I've learned as I've gotten older that success is what we choose it to be. And like, I just, in ski races, running races, it's, like 15 minutes of doing something like that's so much time to learn things about yourself and I mean what you can improve on so focusing on small victories even if I didn't win because there are so many faster runners and so many faster skiers than me and if I can learn something from a race and something from them then I think that was a good day and it might sound cliche but it's it's very true for me you know I I can't stop in the middle of the race and sit on a bench and take a timeout. Like you just got to keep going, pushing forward, um, learning all the time. And I think small victories is really important for keeping my motivation up and just not getting disappointed if things don't go your way because they won't always. So yeah, awesome. I think that's, that's what I would say. Cool. So let's talk about some influences in your life. So who's maybe a coach that if you, you've had throughout your career that's really had a big impact on your life? Yeah. So I've had one main coach 
my entire high school career. Coach Diwaz, my coach for all three of my sports and has, has done so much for me throughout my career. And it's really nice to have a coach who knows what my goals are and can look at like the whole year of sport, not just the one season. Like we use cross country to build into Nordic and then track is used as developing fast twitch muscle fiber, for example, like getting me in shape for summer training. Like it, it's a whole year kind of thing, which is really, really nice. I think he knows me really well as an athlete and a person. He's taught me that sports need to be fun. Now, all days won't be fun, but if you can look back and say like, I had good experiences in the sport, I learned something, I had fun with my teammates, you know, that that's what fun is. And I think he's also guided me to manage my stress with competition. If you, since I, for example, winning the conference miles in eighth grader. It's like, you're that young, you're not even in high school yet. And it's really cool. But then like, I put all of this pressure on myself, like, you need to do it again. And then I'm like, but what if I don't? And then that just ate me up for a while and really consumed my thoughts. But as I've gotten older and done different competitions he's helped me like Lamea like do you want to know who has faster times than you and I've transitioned from saying no I don't want to know like because I'm scared like if I know their time like I'm going to have all this pressure on me to like yeah like I want to know like what I need to do to be my best and I think that's just one example of how you know he's helped me become a more confident athlete. And I think that's really important. Confidence is key. And even if it doesn't go the way you want it, again, the small victories are really important. But now he hasn't told me how to manage nerves because it's different for everyone. Everyone gets scared before competitions, like basketball games, football games, to whatever you're doing, but giving me a safe space to do it in without feeling judged like oh you're being irrational because sometimes you're it's it doesn't it feels like a really big deal so he's helped me become the athlete I am today and I'm really grateful for him so awesome I, I always have to ask people I got to hear one funny D wall story so give me your best one appropriate to <laughs> oh right. man oh gosh I have to think of one that's kind of sad because there's so many my favorite one well, one of my favorites, there's so many. He, he just has so many like eccentric moments that he's just so excited to show us something. And one day at cross country running practice, he comes with this video on his phone and it's of this like bird video that he found on some site. I don't even know, but he was going on and on about how this bird ate fermented watermelon and the bird died. And he was just laughing about it the whole time. He's like, guys, this, this is a fermented watermelon. Like, I, I don't know why you guys aren't freaking out about this. I'm just like, do all, it's a bird. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what the problem is, but yeah, he just, he just always comes up behind you on runs. He's like, 
well, how's it going, guys? Like, how you doing? We're doing great, you all. It's hotter than Hades out here, but we're just doing great. Please tell us a story to distract us about something. <laughs> so yeah, he just, he has them all, and then he'll, of course, retell them, because he doesn't remember that he told us that. But yeah, he's he's really great. Awesome. Gotta love you all. For sure. <laughs> All right. So then influences moving on with them to who do you think one of your best teammates has been and what kind of qualities did this person have? Yeah. So I've had a lot of great teammates over the year. I mean, starting varsity sports from a young age, there's just a ton of seniors that have been and older students that have been super helpful, like teaching me how to do things. But I think one of my ski teammates that just graduated, Trevor Kaflish, was one of the people that just really helped me become the skier that I am today. I think I think it was five years that we were teammates and then we were co-captains for a number of those. Before I could drive, I mean, I'm a young kid and he gave me rides to practice and summer training all the time. And for a couple of years, he was the only person that I could ski with because, you know, like we just didn't have a big team. And I think we really motivate, motivate each other because I wanted to beat him and he like did not want me to beat him at all. And it was just kind of a fun dynamic, but he really made it possible for me to train at the level I needed to because he was just faster and stronger. But I definitely owe him a great deal to uh, what I've been able to accomplish. So he he's really helped, but that's, that's who I'd say has been the best teammate that I've had over the years. Awesome. What about uh, a particular maybe opponent that always brought the best out of you? Or maybe obviously you were all state here and Nordic in Nordic at the high school level. Mm-hmm. So maybe like a, a specific event that you always kind of not rose yeah. to the occasion, but that you always look forward to and that you always kind of felt like you did your best at. Yeah, I think that ski racing in general brings out my most competitive side. And I think focus that is required to do ski racing really just kind of sharpens my sword if you want to say something like that and I have so many people I compete against you know I there's a lot of them I want to beat all the time and if I do it's really awesome but a lot of them are I ski in a club during the summer and a lot of them are my friends and although they go to different schools we usually warm up together if we're racing against each other and then like say hey good luck like you got this and then go out and race and we're when we're on the race course we're not gonna slow down because we want I don't know why we would do that but we're not friends until we cross that finish line and but I don't think anyone really harbors any bad feelings towards each other and that's what I really like about Nordic skiing because you know you have opponents that you want to beat but it's not like you're gonna I don't know, trash talk them because they're all, a lot of them are my friends and people I really enjoy spending time with during the summer and winter seasons. So I think we make each other better. It's been really nice to have a club team to train with in the summer. More girls that are helping me become better and vice versa. So. Awesome. Last question here then about influences. Talk about yourself and like your improvement I know some people that we talk to make a huge jump between one to two years of high school, maybe 
when they hit certain growth spurts or something like that, or maybe different things happen where, where they make huge improvements, uh, maybe a camp or some something they did during the summer. Yeah. So for you, was it mainly, was it a big jump or was it maybe a gradual increase kind of throughout high school and maybe whichever one it is to kind of what, what, what did you do that kind of helped with that process? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's mostly been pretty gradual. I think from like seventh to ninth grade year was probably the biggest jump, just the progression that way. And I think I've steadily gotten better and more skillful in both running and skiing. But to get better, I really train hard in the summer, put a lot of hours in. There's a saying in the ski world that skiers are made in the summer, which sounds so backwards because there's no snow, but it's really true. We do a lot of roller ski training and if you've never seen roller skiers and want to see the conundrum that that is, just drive down to Afton in any day in the summer and you'll see skiers just lining the road and going up and down those huge hills. We do all sorts of like technique stuff for skiing and strength days, which is, it's hot in the summer, but we make it work. Intervals and time trials to keep us in sort of race ready shape. It kind of shows like improvement over the summer because we do the same ones in the beginning and the same ones the end and you know I train I usually train three days with my club team and then four days by myself and I've had to motivate myself for most of my athletic career and you know while that can be exhausting and a lot of effort it really builds the work ethic that I think I have and if I want to do well I put a lot of hours in by myself and that's just sometimes what you have to do and yeah, working hard is something uh, I've had to learn and continue to learn how to do all the time. So, Awesome. The last couple of questions here then for you, Linnea, if you could give parents uh, or coaches two pieces of advice, what would you give them? My parents have always said, we just love watching you race. Like it doesn't matter what happens. We just love watching you do something that you enjoy doing. So I would say that don't force your kids to do something that they're not ready to do or don't want to do. I've seen it happen. Kids will not want to stay in the sports they do if someone is forcing them to do it. It has to be fun. And, you know, just being there for them when they make their own decisions because athletics need to be about the athletes and not what parents and or coaches want, so. That's awesome. Anything else? I would say just be ready to listen to athletes. It's really hard after bad races or bad game to not want to fix, like you want to fix the problem. You want them to feel better, but sometimes it's just not going to. Dealing with disappointment is something that everyone needs to learn, kids and adults. And just be there to listen to them. If a motivated athlete says they want a day off, give them a day off. They're listening to their bodies. They're making decisions based on what they feel. And if they say something hurts, it's helping them work through it is really important and not being accusatory because there's a lot of times that it's hard to decide whether something is sore or something is actually wrong and helping your athlete 
figure that out is kind of difficult for the first couple of times, but once um, you figure out a way to do it, then it becomes really something that is a good communication between parents and athletes. So basically listen to your athlete and don't force them to do anything they don't want to. Awesome. What about the same kind of question for uh, young athletes? So two pieces of advice for uh, young athletes. Mm -hmm. I would say, talk to your coaches. They're there to help you to become a better athlete. They want what's best for you. Establishing a good relationship with coaches is super important and will help you in the long run. And I would encourage everyone to stick with a sport. Don't give up on something right away because you don't think you're good at it. Sometimes it just puts in, you need to put in some extra work and sometimes you need to give it a year. I mean, you said before, like growth spurts make a difference and not many people can master a skill in just one season. Like it's only a couple months. So some things just take time and it's really important not to compare yourself with your teammates because it's not hurting your teammates. It's only hurting you. So just focus on what you're doing and what you can do to be better. And you can only do what you can do when you can do it. So that's what I would say to younger athletes, just stick with your sport and make sure you have a good relationship with your coaches and you'll have an awesome time in sports. Super cool. Linnea, I got all, all my questions here are done now. I'll just open the floor up to you. Anything that I didn't ask you that you wanna talk about or just the floor is yours to, to talk away. Yeah, I don't know. I think, actually, I do have something. So for me, athletic school are a big part of my life, but I think it's really important to be well-rounded and doing multiple things. And I know we're all busy. We have different things going on. But for me, like I am in choir in school. I do... I draw a lot, I read, I do many things because if well-roundedness is really important as, as anyone, for anyone. And I think doing sports and being in athletics is really important for like just development and all around health. And I think there can only be benefits. And I mean, every, sports may not be someone's thing. And I totally understand that, but just do what you can to just get outside. I think enjoying the world as it is, is really important. And since we all have a little extra time right now, just to make sure, like, just go for a walk sometimes and see what you can see, because there's just so much in the world that can be enjoyed. And yeah, I just, just try something new. Just do, do something that you can do for the rest of your life. And I think, I mean, if that's reading, drawing, singing, I don't know, just, just find something you love doing. And yeah, that's pretty much what I would say. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Linnea. I appreciate your time. Mm -hmm.